Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley. Colin McDonald with you, 1380 KLIZ, streaming at lakeswoodsandirons.com, KLIZ.com as well. And also uh, find us on Podcast One and really wherever you find your podcasts under Lakes, Woods, and Irons. Thanks in part to our sponsors, Dockside Rental, Brainerd Lakes uh, go-to for surf, wakeboard, pontoon, and jet ski rental. Craigan's uh, Legacy Courses, home to the 2022 CRMC Classic, and also SCR Northern. They're the guys and the gals who answer their phones 24-7, the ones with old man Witter on the truck. Chris, another week in the books, a uh, good golf tournament both on the men's side and a major on the women's side that uh, um, didn't see really clutch play by the ladies right at the top of the leaderboard, but somebody has to win. <laughs> yeah, certain, certainly some... Uh some drama down the stretch and uh ng chung wins after a you know a great round a first round right where she had a five five shot lead and then uh really kind of played just marginal the next uh the next couple rounds but comes through in the end with uh you know lexi thompson gosh two shot lead uh on the front night just played brilliantly and then um then really struggled on the back with uh, with especially the putter, which has definitely been her uh, her nemesis, and especially in uh, in the majors. Yeah, they were talking that they didn't know if anybody seventy five seventy five on Saturday and Sunday. They weren't sure if that had ever happened before. Yeah, six over yeah, and and still win. <laughs> yeah, and then. They, the the golf course definitely was a uh, was a very stern test for the ladies. Yeah, yeah, uh, no question. And, yeah, and, and um, uh, it seemed like the setup got it got more difficult as the week went went along. But uh, you know, another classic, great classic case of a of a golf course being uh, restored to you know more of its uh, its intent when it was built, and just a fantastic golf course and layout. A lot of tree removal, so great vistas, great green sites, and uh, fun event to get to watch a little bit. Yeah, kind of fun to see um, some similar things happening around here with uh, uh, some changes being made to some of our famous courses the last couple of years, so kind of fun to see. And on the men's side, popular winner um, Xander Shoffley shoots 19 under over and, and won it by two shots. Really kind of uh, that... Uh, Thigala had a chance, and he kind of uh, let it slip away the last three holes or so, but a pretty good uh, win for Xander. Great win for Xander. Uh, you know, he's a guy who looks like he could win, you know, virtually every week uh, right. when he's playing. And so his fifth win and, uh, you know, played great down the stretch. And uh, Thigala, gosh, it, it very similar to what happened to him in uh, in Phoenix, you know, and just uh, struggles the last couple holes, and he really got a bad break uh, with his, you know, he hits a drive in the bunker, which was the only place you couldn't hit it on 18. Yeah. Uh, so he makes a tactical error there in, in hitting driver. He and his caddy were we're uh, kind of talking back and forth on the tee, what what club to hit, and, and he go he kind of overrides his caddy and goes with the driver, and then just has a terrible lie uh, in the bunker, and, uh, doesn't get it out, hits it in the fairway, hits a great pitch shot, and just miss barely misses the putt for bogey, and um, 
Shoffley birdies 18 for the win. Yeah, yeah, 19 under, so Shoffley. Like you say, it looks like uh, Shoffley's one of those guys, looks like he can win every week if uh, he doesn't, but he, he certainly looks like he's always going to be in the mix. LIV yeah. this week, a little it'd be interesting in that uh, they're in the United States. And, of course, we've talked about Pumpkin Ridge. Uh, I think the designer of that course is somebody we interviewed. It wasn't a couple of years back. Um, I'm trying to think who the designer of Pumpkin Ridge is. But, okay. you know, the, the great championship course. I mean, they, they, that's where Tiger won his, his last U.S. Amateur. Um, and, you know, has a great tradition of golf. Uh, very controversial having uh, the LIV event, event there. They've lost, lost a number of members and uh, going to be an interesting week, but uh, it's certainly keeping go- the talk of golf at the forefront. Boy, it sure is, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Oregon's uh, the uh, kind of the state government has come out uh, with heavy pressure on the, on the golf course about hosting the tournament and then on the other end of the scale, you got Matthew Wolf, the young guy, kind of making a move this week, and also Pat Perez, forty-four-year-old veteran and a colorful guy that a lot of people like. And Perez said this week he felt like he won the lottery, which <laughs> which, which you kind of understand because he's forty-four. I mean, there's a decent chance he'd never win again on the PGA. I mean, he might come through and win one or two, but uh, chances are. Uh, kind of like Phil taking all that money, and you know he's fifty-two. I mean, I know he's yeah. one of the greatest ever, but he might never win again. Right, you know that it, 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 it's fascinating. We we've talked about it. it. It's hard to blame the players for, you know, <laughs> they've got an opportunity to make a incredible amount of money and uh, and play less. It's hard to blame them for going. It's interesting that uh, you know just. Two weeks ago, Pat Perez talked like he didn't have any interest in going, and uh, he's really, he's played the best golf of his career the last four or five years. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he, Pat Perez is one of the great interviews in golf, <laughs> yeah. and always has always always has a uh, you know an opinion or a take on something, and it's usually a, a fairly strong one. Uh, so it, it's you know again. Uh, fascinating to see what uh what's happening in the world of golf i was reading reading an opinion piece somewhere this week that uh if the pga hadn't even mentioned it and just continued there and just said yeah all you guys can still play on our tour that it really would have had uh much smaller headlines than it's gotten yeah there's no question and um you know, I, I the the more I, I read and and look at it, the 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 less strong opinion I have, and really don't know what to what to think about it because you you hear both sides of of, of the the argument, and um, it's in my opinion, it's it's still you know the approach of the Saudis is not. I don't think it's good. I don't think it's good for the game of golf. Right from a play, the player's standpoint, it's it's hard to argue with 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 what they're doing or what their perspective is. And, yeah, yeah. Um, honey, it, somebody just yeah. dumped a truckload of money in our front yard. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and you know it it could be what they're doing could be great for the game with 
you know, a little different approach, I think. Uh, some of the teen concepts are involved in it and, um, you know, could, could be very exciting right, right now. It's, uh, it, it's more exhibition golf than it is true tournament golf. I think. Right. Yeah, I think so. We've got uh, Jack Warrow coming up, a busy, busy year at uh, Craigens, and we'll be back with Jack Warrow. After this, you're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you, 1380KLIZ.com uh, and also Podcast One. Uh, find us really wherever you find your uh, podcasts at Lakes, Woods, and Irons, brought to you in part by our sponsors, Craigens Legacy Courses, home of the 2022 CRMC Classic and the new Layman 18, and Ernie's on Gull, an experience in dining on the shores of Gull Lake, open year-round at 11, deck and patio seating, Ernie's your happy place. All right, Chris, special guest and good friend of the show. I'll let you handle the introduction. Yeah, I want to welcome back to the show, actually, a man of many, uh, many titles. Uh, <laughs> Jack, Jack Warrow, the the director of golf at Craigens Legacy Courses and the uh, the director of uh, the CRMC Championship are, are coming up here in a month and uh, just kind of all around getting things done at uh, Craigens Legacy Courses. Jack, uh, thanks for coming back on the show. Guys, thanks for having me. Uh, too many titles, but still, it's all under one umbrella for sure. It's 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 a lot of fun right now. That's that's an understatement, truly. So well, a lot of titles and and all usable on the radio, as far as we know, right, Jack? <laughs> I think so. I think so. Jack, there there is a lot going on uh, at the Legacy right now. It's it's amazing the number of people, the number of workers out here, and uh, just a lot a lot of moving parts and. Uh, wanted to get you on and, and tell us about uh, we're in year two of a, a three-year renovation new golf course project. Uh, let, let's talk about that first and tell tell us where we're at with the, with the golf course. Well, there's been some great progress, that's for sure. Uh, obviously, we had a, a really good season last year for working on it. Matt and his team and, and the construction team and the designers uh, they've they've been getting after it, that's for sure. So right now we have 18 holes open that are either brand new or renovated. So that's a pretty big milestone for us. Uh, obviously, it, it's you know we've been open the whole time, so that's that's pretty incredible that they're able to get that much work done and and still you know manage 27 holes that are just basically full the entire time. So I mean, it's that obviously with the golf boom and and the resort being busy and nice weather, it's there's a lot a lot of going on here to say the least. So it's it's been fun. Um, it's been a little bit of a challenge, but at the same time, I think it's it's really worked out. And uh, the holes we do have open, people are enjoying them, and it's it's it looks beautiful. Truly, they're they're much more playable. Uh, they're they're definitely more fun, and and people are responding to that really well. They're coming back and saying, "Hey, I had my best round ever." And that's exactly what we want to hear. That's what the renovation, a little bit of the purpose of the renovation, obviously, was to, to make it more playable, make it more inviting, and, and have people enjoying the game. So uh, having those 18 open has been great. And we also have been working on what's called the Blue Nine, and, and there's been some great progress. I believe right now there are three holes seated and growing already. The rest are following pretty quickly here, I would say, by – Mid-July, we'll have that entire nine seated and growing. So 
pretty amazing on, on that particular nine. They actually had a lot of holes that rerouted uh, either the opposite direction or a new direction. And uh, the, the look out there is just it's truly amazing. It looks beautiful. I think it's going to be a really fun nine. So good to see that progress as well. And then we also have the Lehman 18. There's eight holes out there that are brand new that are growing right now, maturing. They're starting to look awesome. Obviously, they're getting mowed and watered every day, and no one's playing on it. So you're starting to see those really take shape and, and kind of mature, and, and they're going to be open on September 1. So pretty exciting to, to get all that, too, started. So is that enough, Jack, you guys, you or no? if you if you take the original 36 holes um how many of how many of those holes are going to be changed from what they originally were when 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 all is said and done that's truly a tough question um they're 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 all being touched and they're all so they're you know a bunker placement on those holes changes that hole so much uh, new tee box placements. So I, I honestly, it's people say, or well, what holes are left, and what holes, you know, are the ones I, you know, used to play. I'm like, literally none, you know. And it, it's, it, they're they're similar, yes, and you can see that when you're out there. But but they truly are completely changed, and the way you play them, and the way they look, and the bunkering, and the shape of the green. You know, there's some greens that are in the same location, but they had some, you know, tough back left pin area. That was kind of unplayable, truthfully. Well, they took it out. And they they took that portion of the green out and made it more playable. And and I think, you know, that that changes the hole completely, truly. So there, I, there really isn't much that's going to be left over. Uh, obviously, we still have the red nine to do, and and I don't know how that'll end up exactly, but it'll it, it'll be a completely brand new golf course, golf resort for sure. Yeah, I was standing on the tee last week, just what you're saying, Jack, and thinking. Where are those two bunkers I always used to hit the ball in? They're they're gone. Sure. Which I was I was relieved. <laughs> sure, you know it's 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 uh, <laughs> there, I I think the biggest thing that you see with the layman design is the the surround of the greens is much more playable. So now when you miss the green, it's in you know a fringe cut, and you're able to putt or chip a little bit easier out of that. Uh, it almost makes the green look you know quite a bit bigger, truthfully. Uh, from your eye when you're out in the fairway taking you know hitting that shot so I, I really think those little subtle changes and and have, has really made it much more playable and inviting for sure and jack what with with the new layman nine how how much different is that than the than what we originally had i you know i think it, it, the bunkering seems to be look dramatically different the the vistas are bigger but from a from a whole standpoint what what do you think of that yeah, the the Lehman 18, um, you know, the Lehman 18 and and the Dutch 27 will differ in their bunker style, uh, which will you know designate which course is which. Um, the the Dutch 27 have fescue growing around the bunkers, whereas the Lehman 18 is going to have stack sod. It's called a stack sod reveal, so it's just a smaller stack sod basically uh, around every bunker. I think it's gonna be very unique. You don't see that in Minnesota. Uh, it actually, we, we're still in the process of doing that to a lot of these bunkers. The reveal uh, coming from overseas just arrived in our parking lot two days ago. So came by boat, I think to Canada, I believe, hopefully getting this right, and then came from train to Canada to Minnesota, and now is in our parking lot. So um, 
kind of a, a fun story, but it, it, it's going to make the whole course look really, really unique. I think, um, you know, Lehman, obviously he enjoys playing over there. He plays, you know, won the Open, and that's kind of important to him, obviously, so I think that's part of it. Um, but it's definitely going to be something that separates the Lehman 18. The other part of it, obviously, kind of like you said, there's some beautiful views on those holes. I mean, they're gorgeous. It's like, the, it's like a true Minnesota backdrop on every hole. Um, but you're definitely going to see that light fescue around the fairways, beautiful Minnesota backdrop, and then the, the stack side reveal. So that's going to be kind of the feel of the layman course. And, Jack, so uh, there's, a, there's a real estate component with the, with the new golf course as well. And, uh, boy, it certainly looks like there's a lot going on uh, in, the, in, in that new development. How are, how are things going there? Yeah, so we have 69 total lots available. Um, right now, I believe we have 12 that are sold. Uh, we do have two houses being built as we speak, so it's nice to see that uh, ground break and, and those houses start to pop up, and you're starting to get a feel for what it's going to look like. The other great part about it now is we're seeing grass and, and striped fairways surrounding these lots, so those views are just gorgeous. Both uh, the Legacy Point and the Legacy Ridge, they sit up and they're elevated above the golf course and they kind of look down at the golf course. What's great about that is it doesn't feel like, you know, the person in their home is right on top of the golf course and the golfer doesn't feel like the home is right on top of the golf course. So it's a win-win. Um, the lots are right around an acre on average. And uh, if you want to learn more about that, please go to craigensrealestate.com and you can get videos, pictures, and kind of see each lot how it looks and and then we'd obviously love to give a tour right now a, a great way to look at these lots is to tour that those new layman holes and kind of explain what we're doing with those and obviously the other part of this is you, you get a resort membership with this as well so now you're not only a lot owner but you're a member of the resort and we have a boat membership and we have golf memberships and it's it's pretty it's a pretty good spot for someone that's looking to be in the lakes area that's for sure you're listening to our interview with Jack Warrow, Director of Golf at Cragen's Resort. We'll be back uh, with more from Jack as we pick up the uh, topic of the CRMC Championship coming to uh, Cragen's in August. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you, 1380 KLIZ The Fan. Find us at KLIZ.com and also Podcast One. Brought your way in part by our sponsors, Gravel Pit Golf, Brainerd's newest golf experience, Mills Automotive Group since 1922, celebrating 100 years, and Maury's Seafood Markets in Baxter and Motley, Finest Walleye, Smoked Fish, Herring, and Seafood. We're talking with Jack Worrow, Director of Golf at uh, Cragen's and the big upcoming CRMC Championship as the Canadian Tour comes to town. Jack, we were we were talking off air, and it's it's uh, it's amazing to think about. But we're less than a month away from uh, the PGA Tour Canada event coming to Craigan's Legacy Courses. Now you're you're scaring me, Chris, because 54 days yet, so I have a little time yet. But I <laughs> I, I actually days. just got a little okay. nervous, and I looked I looked right at my my clock, going, oh no. But uh, no, yeah, it's <laughs> it's coming fast. Uh, it's it's great to. Uh, to see the the tour has started and they've they've made it i believe for their first three events um so we're starting to see some results for the fortinet cup and seeing you know uh the leaderboard for that but yeah it's coming to brainerd and it's official it's happening everyone's obviously 
you know, it's been canceled with COVID and, and kind of wondering, hey, is this going to happen? It's, it's happening. It's coming. So we're super excited to uh, host this event in August. You uh, you were recently at uh, one of the first event, events, uh, I believe, in Vancouver. And, and tell us about the experience there. Yeah, so we, we flew into Vancouver, actually, and went over to Victoria is where the event was. And this event has been here for 20-plus years. And so they've been hosting this for a long time. So we wanted to go see... Obviously, it's one of the best events of the year. They're very good at what they do, and we wanted to see what we were getting into, and, and I, we had a lot of fun. It's it's a true community event, um, and the community there just, you know, supported it. They were, they were there every day and, you know, absolutely embraced the event. I think that's what's, what's going to happen here, especially with Brainerd, and this kind of being the first high-caliber golf event in our area, truthfully, um, and so we're, we're excited. It was It was fun to see... You know where the grandstand is, where the VIP area is, how close you can get to the players, and and truly, it's a great experience. You know, if you've been to a PGA Tour event, you can only get so close to you know Tiger Woods or whoever it is. Uh, these guys are definitely amongst the crowds. You get to watch them firsthand, uh, and and they they're playing some great golf. Truthfully, it was it was it was really fun to watch them hit the ball. It was a good experience for us to see that. You know, I, I read uh, I read yesterday that uh, uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick's brother um, Alex, who had a, a great career at Wake Forest and recently turned pro, is is going to be playing on the uh, on the Canadian Tour, and uh, I, I hopefully he'll be playing at uh, at the Legacy here. That'd be great. Yeah, obviously there's there's a lot of connections to PGA Tour Canada, uh, and, and you don't realize it until you're watching and start to you know kind of feel it out these guys are trying to make the tour and they're going to make the tour you know so it's just a it's the it's the breeding ground for them to get there and you know one of the biggest missions of the of the pga tour canada is to get these guys ready to be on tour and i think that's impressive i think that uh you know our our members and and fans that come out i think they're going to really appreciate that i really do Tell us about the kind of the schedule for the week and what people can anticipate. Yeah, so it's like I said, it's a community event. It's not just about the golf. Um, on Sunday, we have a charity cruise that's going out on our boat at Craigens. Uh, it's this is purely to support the charity, which is the CRMC Charitable Fund, and that goes out on Sunday. We do have tickets on sale. All of this information, by the way, is at the crmcchampionship.com. Uh, we also have on Monday, we're going to give the players a little experience, uh, trying to give them that Minnesota experience, but we're going to take them out fishing. So if you have a boat and you'd love to take two PGA Tour Canada pros out fishing, please give us a call. It's that simple. I think there's a lot of people that would really enjoy that, just to take two guys out fishing, and the players enjoy it quite a bit too. Uh Tuesday, we have the business after hours for the Brainerd Chamber right here at our VIP area, which overlooks the 18th hole. And then on Wednesday, we have the NPC Center, uh, or sorry, Northern Pacific Center Pro-Am, and that's going to be an unbelievable experience. They're getting a tailor-made putter, Adidas shoes, uh, a, a liquor bag, basically, and then they get out to play with the PGA Tour Pro and uh, obviously get food and compete while they're out there. So pretty fun event. And then the tournament kicks off on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Obviously uh, a cut after 36 holes. You have 156 players playing in it. 
we also have, I didn't mention it, but we also have a qualifier to get in this event. So if you're not, you don't have status in the event yet, you can qualify at Deacon's Lodge on Monday, and that's open to basically, I believe, anyone one handicap or better. Uh, but there's eight spots available, so, you you know, we could have some local guys get in there for sure, some state, Minnesota State pros, PGA pros. Uh, I, I know there's some Dakota Tour pros that are looking to get in that way too as well. So, um, And then on Saturday night, we have our Klaus Stamping Saturday Night Jam. So we have a band coming in. They're going to play right on the 18th green here, basically right by the 18th green. So if you're on the deck or you're near the building, it's going to be a great view, really easy to listen. It's Mason Dixon Line is our band. Uh, it's pretty fun. So right when that last putt drops for the day, the band starts playing. So uh, I don't want anyone to go anywhere. Obviously, parking is a, is always an issue. So I want everyone that's here to stay and, and listen to the band for sure. And then on Sunday, obviously, our final round, Sunday the 28th, and then we'll have our trophy ceremony right after that. So pretty fun week planned and I, I really hope the uh, the area embraces it come on out the event is ticketless so there is no fee to get on and watch these guys play uh, we have a sponsor positive realty that took care of that fee for you and now anyone can come out and come and go as they please we want everyone to come out everyone's welcome to watch uh, I think it's a great opportunity to, to show you know if you're sitting around the cabin and your grandkids are there come bring them out uh, have them watch these guys play and really introduce anybody to golf. So pretty fun. That Pro-Am event, back to that for just a minute, Jack, is that still available to get into? It is, and the only way to do it is to become a sponsor with us, a silver sponsor, which is a $7,500 sponsorship. There's all kinds of other inclusions that come with that. Uh, one of the big ones, too, that comes with it is the VIP area, VIP area which is food and beverage included all day long, and it overlooks the 18th hole, so you can sit there and watch the par 5. It's a very reachable par 5. Brand-new pond being built as we speak out there as well. Yeah. So it's a, it's, a, it's a really cool spot to view these guys and watch them play and watch them finish each day. But that's uh, one of the inclusions that comes with that sponsorship, and we have about five spots left for the Pro-Am uh, sponsorship, basically. So we'd, uh, if anyone's interested, please look at the website or give me a call. It's My number's right on there. We'd love to have you be a part of that. It's great fun to play in, just personally speaking from a few years back when we, it was a much smaller event, but some of the guys came and a guy like me, a regular golfer, goes up to wherever the white tees, and then they go back into the weeds, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And then yeah. this ball comes whistling over your head from the blacks, you know. <laughs> it's a pretty, it's a pretty fun. It's just fun to watch them it play is. firsthand, you know. And that we're going to do a shamble, so you get to play your own ball from the best drive, which takes some pressure off of everybody, <laughs> but it also gets the pro involved too, you know. So pretty fun. That's great, Jack. You mentioned, you know, kind of that uh, getting to be close to the players at an event like this. And, there's there are some really some opportunities to get inside the ropes uh, as a volunteer, and uh, I know there are some some volunteer opportunities available yet. There is, and this this is also all this is located at crmcchampionship.com. But we're doing well on volunteers. We we definitely need some caddies, and uh, I just think if and, and I think people get a little nervous that you know they have to be like a PGA Tour caddy that they see on TV. That's not the case. Uh, the the person, you know, the players just want someone to be able to carry their bag, 
obviously you have to, you know, be able to carry a 30-pound bag, and it's a long walk. But what an opportunity to just work with this pro firsthand, get to know him, carry his bag, and and what else? You know, he starts playing well. Uh, it can turn into, you know, a financial gain too. So you get paid $35 for doing it. But uh, you also, obviously, you know, if they win, who knows, get a little tip out of it too as well. Uh, I think the first event of the year, uh, the person that caddied uh, was also the person that was their host. So they hosted the pros into their home to stay, and they also caddied for them, and they end up winning. So pretty pretty fun experience for that family and to be a part of that. And I'm sure I, I would guarantee when that guy comes back next year or in the future, they're going to they're gonna be looking for that person to help caddy again, I bet. I thought right away, Jack, what an opportunity for our area uh, varsity golfers uh, at the high school level or maybe some college guys home for the summer. What a what a cool opportunity to go if you're thinking of getting into that profession, uh, even if you're not, uh, what, I mean, and you just love golf. It's just a, such a cool opportunity to caddy for one of these guys. Yeah, I would think so. I, we're definitely targeting that group. We're targeting our members, too. Uh, I know Chris has tried to help out with his junior program, and those people just seem like the likely candidate. Obviously, they're they're into the game of golf, they're learning as they go, and this guy is that they're caddying for is at the top level, and you get to see that firsthand how they think, how they club, what decisions they make, and 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 how they shoot these great scores. Truly, I mean, we all sit there and kind of go, how do they do that? You know, how does Shoffley miss? I think he, what he missed, Chris. I don't know four greens and. Entire yeah. tournament, you know, it's like how, how's that? I missed four greens and five holes, you know. So how, how do right. they do that? You know, so it's a it's a chance to see that firsthand, and it's you know, I think it'd be a. I would love to do it personally, to be honest. I just, I think it'd be a a, a great opportunity to get out there and get on a bag and and watch a round of golf from one of the better better players in the world. You know, I uh, I get I get to go to a, quite a bit of tournament golf and. There's nothing better than what I call down the line viewing, where you get to get to walk down the fairways and uh, and see the players from behind and and see the whole round. So it's uh, uh, quite an experience to get to to, to do that and uh, and then get some insight from from a great uh, player at elite level. Absolutely, just to develop that relationship, and I think that's part of what we're doing here too. Is you know, we're going to watch these guys play, and in two years, we could see these people, you know, we could see them playing in the Masters, winning the U.S. Open. It really is that simple. You know, if you look at the guys on tour, I think they have, I'm going to get this number wrong, but I think they have 25 victories that came from the PGA Tour Canada already. So um, I, I think that's pretty impressive, and, and you know, I could see the person that wins the CRMC being the crowd favorite in the next PGA Tour event, yeah. you know, the following year, and all of us are kind of backing that person. You know, oh, we're huge fans of that guy because he won at the CRMC Championship. You know, so. Well, it's certainly uh, it's certainly exciting, Jack, and uh, it's coming up fast, and uh, it's going to be a, a great event for the Brainerd Lakes area as well as Craigans. Yeah, thanks a lot. We're we're excited. Uh, we're excited for for Brainerd for sure, and and we want to uh, definitely put on a show, and and you know, obviously, we're committed for future years as well so we just want to keep building every year and uh, give back to charity and, and make it fun for everyone that comes out to watch really exciting jack thanks for joining us let us know if you if you um, you know put on any more hats you know you've <laughs> <laughs> i think that's good i think i think my my wife might kill me if i put any more hats on so i uh, know thank you thank you very much for uh, for having me and uh, hope to be on again for sure 
Jack Wara from Craigens. A pleasure to have him on, as always, and just so much going on. It's going to be a fun, fun summer. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you. 1380 KLIZ, the fan, and online at uh, KLIZ.com. Also find us on Podcast One, Lakes, Woods, and Irons, brought you away in part by our sponsors, uh, Whitefish Golf in Pequot Lakes, an experience that never disappoints, one of the area's premier 18-hole championship courses, and Mills Automotive Group since 1922, celebrating 100 years in the Lakes area. Chris, uh, great guest, Jack Warrow, awful lot of things going on at uh, at uh, Craigens, of course, this summer, and uh, like we said uh, with Jack, uh, lots of hats, and uh, and every one of the hats is busy. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. It's uh, I'm I'm just amazed at how much has gone on out here, and there's an, there's never a dull moment uh, around the legacy right now. So it's 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 fun to see. There's certainly a lot of a uh, lot of excitement and a uh, great atmosphere. Yeah, that along with all the usual things that happen at Craigens is pretty busy. Uh, last time I saw you out there was, you know, you had all the uh, all the little guys and girls coming out. For a for an evening uh, an evening practice, and your, yeah, your wife we, is involved uh, with that uh, with that group, and that's a lot of fun. Future future golfers of America group. Yeah, it's uh, it's certainly a, it's a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, Amy Amy works with our kind of our preschool early elementary school kids, and it's uh, she's like the Pied Piper. Uh, I just let her do her deal, and those kids just follow her along, and <laughs> uh, hopefully get some uh, get some hooked on the game. Wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, it seems a conversation we have often, but it's also a conversation you hear around the golf course all the time. Uh, how much time do you spend putting and how much time do you spend hitting your other clubs? And uh, driver is always number one, it seems. But uh, Lexi Thompson, uh, she's got a little a little mental block or something. A major championship this last week. Looked like she was in control after 13 holes. Came charging back. She was way back, like six or eight shots back after Friday, and really played the best golf of anybody over the last two days until she got to the 14th. I think it was Chris. Yeah, Lexi. One, she's one of the best ball strikers on tour, and uh, just you know, she bombs it. She hits it so much further than than most of the players on tour, and uh, really was in command of her game. And uh, unfortunately, which happens has happened a lot with Lexi or her putter let her down at, uh, coming down the stretch and, um, you know, that de- definitely, uh, has a, has a case of the yips, uh, and has struggled with that really her whole career. And, um, you know, it's, uh, uh there are a lot of, uh, a lot of people who feel like the, the lips, the yips are a, a psychological deal, but they're really neurological. And, uh, you know, the Mayo Clinic has been doing an ongoing study on on, on the yips, and uh, basically the the yips are a, a, a neurological function that that doesn't allow you to um, to complete your your putting stroke. Or there there are a lot of play. Uh, there are other performers that high high level performers who get the yips. You know, the, the Simone Biles in the Olympics when they talked about her getting the twisties this summer and she wasn't able to compete in the Olympics uh, that that's a form of the yips and where you, you lose uh, you lose your way mid-flight basically and you know in Lexi's case it's uh, um, you know on the on the short putts it uh, 
basically it, it it takes it takes over your stroke and you're not able to 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 hit the putt on the line that you want. And typically, typically what happens with most players is that it starts off with an alignment issue. And, and, uh, generally most yippers are, they tend to align. If they're a right-handed player, they tend to aim to the right too much. And to get the golf ball back online, they, they compensate for that. And over time, it, it builds itself into the stroke and you miss, it miss enough putts and it just kind of, uh, catapults itself. So, um, and anytime, anytime you see a player using a, uh, a non-traditional grip or a, the long putter, the belly putter, you know, uh, the arm lock, usually it's a case where they've, uh, they've had, you know, some severity of, of that affliction. So it's, um, it, it's, a, it's a shame because it's, it's really harder in, uh, in major championships. Yeah, it sure has that even from the, the four foot range or a five foot range, she and she kind of makes the same motion, you know. Then she'll throw her left hand off the club, and like she's surprised that it went that way, but she's not surprised because it's happened so often to her. And I mean, you're like you're you're right though. Some of the all time greats, I mean, uh, Sam Snead and Arnold Palmer certainly uh, was not the winner he was after a certain amount of time, and mostly it was his putting. And uh, I remember uh, Doc when we had him on from Augusta talking about watching Ben Hogan as he had aged in golf and how long he'd stand over the ball until he could steady his until he could study his hands. You know, he'd just wait and yeah, wait Hogan, and wait and wait. Hogan could not; uh, he couldn't get the putter back. Yeah, you know, it, it uh, he he was basically locked up and. Uh, couldn't get it back. You know, and Bernhard Langer, who you know, one of the one of the top 15 player of all times one of the things that's amazing about longer is he's overcome four or five cases of the yips and uh you know that's why you've seen a number of different putters and styles of grip from longer and uh amazing his resilience and his, his ability to overcome it yeah now that's the the competitive nature of all these guys that you know they just think i can do this i can do this i can do this and meanwhile that's right part of their body saying i can't do this i can't do this that's exactly right all right great chris another good show appreciate it my friend thank you mac chris foley from uh, chris foley golf and craigan's golf course go out and get yourself a lesson from a real good teaching pro you're you've been listening to lakes woods and irons on 1380 kliz